got all the right steps in Charleston. They now can try their slipper and see if it fits at the big ball. East Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're dancing, boys and girls. Perea lays it up. 1.4. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucks win. Nucky spotting for three. The place is going to erupt. Oh, Deuce Bellow. He's going to make Sports Center with an incredible. Jarvis Jones, the game winner, got it. Ball game. East Tennessee State's going to leave on another. They got him. If he catches it, it's over. Ball game. Touchdown, Jawan Stinson. 25 yards. J.J. German for the win. He got it. J.J. German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. Say hello to my little friend. What's your name, man? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff. And you still have no talent. It's Sandos and the sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network. Good Tuesday to you, Jay Sandos, Mike Gallagher. Another great edition of Sandos and the Sidekick as we get ready for not just football on the 17th, but the silly season, crossover season. Finally here, probably an appropriate term, since we'll be on the hardwood tonight with ETSU men's basketball. I'm getting ready to head to Atlanta, Georgia, to give you ETSU and Georgia State, the Panthers and the Bucks. Mike, it's about time that basketball's back. Very excited for it, uh, and we're going to talk a lot about that with Dave Cohen, who's going to join you here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes. And we've got uh, Ticked Off Tuesday, of course, as well. Excited to see what Angry Man is all fired up about today. And then in the final segment, it's, it's more basketball. Oh, we've got basketball final segment, basketball segment two, some anger in between and off the top. We can pretty much talk about whatever you want. Yeah, well, uh, we will talk for sure. Oh, uh, I'm not supposed to say that. The setup. Let's the go. Setup. It's big boy football. We're not playing touchy Philly. Everybody be happy, you know, football anymore. Let's go. Our offense looks putrid. We act like we had never seen a defensive line before. Really an embarrassing performance. I thought I was going to have a coronary down here on the sideline on offense. Let's go. I'd have that goalpost thrown over my shoulder coming back up the interstate, probably naked with the thing on my shoulder. Let's go. I'll carry that rail myself, 100-something pounds, but I'll put that thing under one arm and get it in the trophy case. I promise I'll have enough energy and enthusiasm going to uh, manage that. Let's go. I can't wait to get home and fire up a cigar and have my dot Pepsi. If you'd offered me 6-1 and one to begin the season, I would probably thought I'd been drinking something other than dot Pepsis with my cigar. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm an old fat guy, and I'm sitting here fighting cramps right now. Let's go. And I think I got to stop those three buses somewhere and buy them an ice cream cone because I told them I would. We just got to find somewhere that's got a buttload of soft serve ice cream. Let's go. I was sitting here looking at chicken wings and tater tots. Let's go. I figure we're so used to hearing from Randy Sanders, and you can go ahead and stop on that. We're down in the studio today, so we don't have a producer, since we're having to tape this ahead of time. Schedules just didn't work out. But uh, we're so used to hearing from Randy Sanders in the first segment of Tuesday's show. But there's no press conference on Monday. I don't know how you and me got by without going and seeing Randy over at the stadium. And it it was a strange Monday, and it's now a strange Tuesday for me, too. But I figured we had to hear from Randy in some capacity. Those not familiar with the Sanders montage, would you like to fill them in, you know, since you're kind of the victim of the Sanders montage once again? So, basically, Coach Sanders uh, gives us 90% of non-quotable things, the coach speak. And at least once, if not twice, a press conference and or a post-game bite, he'll give us a gem, right? Just something that – and he actually asked him about it, and he said that it's a way – he tries to keep everybody on their toes. It's something he learned from his high school coach, and he's always tried to do it, that if you just kind of the same thing, the same say the same thing over and over again, doesn't resonate. So if you can liven things up, make sure people are awake, whatever you want to say – so the gist is that's what Coach Sanders does. Then Mike, uh, in his infinite wisdom, said, I'm going to make this montage. And then we started debating off air, what is montage worthy? Yes. And then that's where this comes into play. I'm the unsuspecting, trying to run a show like a pro. <laughs> Mike not only hits the bumper, but then dances around me as he catches me not fully. Or I, no, I'm, not, I'm clearly not prepared for what I'm about to hear. And then I have to try to quickly remember what is 
the quotes he's going to give me to hear to see if they are worthy to make the montage because not all Randy Sander quotes were created equal. They're and not. You're absolutely right. And it's been about, what do you think, two weeks, two and a half weeks since we've done the Sanders montage, so there are a plethora of them to do this week. And now we don't have a third person. We usually do a voting committee yep. for what gets out of what doesn't. No third person. So, But it's Trey's I, vote really count. Well, I mean, no, but I'm yeah. going to give you – I'm going to withhold my vote. I'm giving you full power over what gets in for the Sanders montage. You have 100% the autonomy. dictatorship of what happens here. So let's hear the first soundbite. This is from October 20th, which I believe was right after the Wofford game. We'd have a great Christmas if it weren't for ifs and buts. So ifs and buts. Basically, he was talking about, well, if this happened, but what if this happened? You know, so I enjoy going and, buts, and, and trying to get free Chick-fil-A when they miss free throws. Oh, whoops, sorry. I'm kind of running multiple bites over. And we'll hear from that one in just a second. But ifs and buts were candy and nuts. We'd all have a great Christmas. And so hopefully everyone does still have a great Christmas, even though we didn't win the Wofford game. ETSU is back in the winning track. But ifs and buts, your thoughts? I think, you know, the funny thing is, is it's commonly used. There's a bunch of things. So is it? But I think the the way that that would actually fit with the montage, you know, because that's not one of his better ones. Right. But as you played that, I try to imagine the music underneath it and would it fit. And I actually think. You think so? I, 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 it's not a great one for for Randy Sanders. It's a great one for other coaches. But for Randy, it's not a great one. Right. But I'm kind of curious. Play it again. We'd have a great Christmas if it weren't for ifs and buts. Interesting. <sighs> yeah. Can I table it again? Okay, we'll table that one. Let's so table. I'm a terrible producer, so you've already heard the second one, but I'm going to play it again. This is from the Coaches Show on Wednesday, October 24th, and since this is a basketball show, this is related to basketball. I, I enjoy going and, and trying to get free Chick-fil-A when they miss free throws. <laughs> so that's just an allusion to basketball mm-hmm. at Freedom Hall, free Chick-fil-A. One of the great sound bites I thought of last year it was your call of Fletcher McGee, oh, one of the best yes, shooters in the nation, yes. maybe all the nation. Maybe he's number one, and he misses both free throws, like a 94% free throw. Like, that was the most rare of occurrences. He had missed four free throws the whole year. And we're not talking about this was like the first conference matchup. This was in February. He had missed four free throws all year. And ironically, he had already missed one against ETSU. So when the next two were missed, half his misses were against ETSU. So to, to see him miss one. Right. Like there's a there's a video out there of of actually a, a, a Todd Summers used to work at WCYB. It works for um, WSPA, which is a, a used to be a media general now NextStar company down in um, Spartanburg, and he was doing a piece on Fletcher and just was kind of rolling the camera and talking to him why he shot free throws. Well, then he went back and counted, <laughs> and McGee hit like 107 in a oh row. Oh my gosh! So that was right after that had kind that not really viral, but it definitely made the rounds in the SoCon yeah. that he had hit 107 in a row while actually doing an interview while being interviewed. So I like the free Chick Fil A myself, but I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. You're passing on the free Chick Fil A. No. Okay, not many pass on free Chick Fil A, but you're passing on the free Chick Fil A. All right. Uh, this is from after the Western Carolina game. And clearly things were crazy over the last yeah. hour or so. And, Randy, with uh, – well, you, I think you and Matt Wilgen went a bit crazy yourselves in the postgame interview, which led to this. Well, I don't know if I want you to know where I live, but I'll be <laughs> glad to meet you somewhere. I don't know if I want you to know where I live, but I'd be glad to meet you somewhere. I think you were saying uh, that you could run over some cigars or there yeah, was someone Co- that wanted to know about cigars. Yeah, Co- Coach Forbes uh, throws his uh, famous Halloween party ah. in October, and it's, it's a full costume. Everybody has whatever, but he usually provides some sticks. And so I thought, well, he's, he's and other folks bring cigars over there, and I thought, well, I could just go over there and see what uh, if he had any high end and swipe a few. Uh, and then really telling Coach Sanders to come to the event, but then he turned it on me as if I was trying to come to his house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm a fan of the bike. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. Think so too. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would have. I would have agreed if I had absolutely. A vote, which I do not, but uh, that is in. So how it works when one gets put in, we go and rework the Randy Sanders montage around the bite that does go in. So that will be in. Next one also from that post game, and I think that this is key to know that this is from the post game because in context, I think it's better than just knowing not what's going on. What time is it anyway? What time is it anyway? And that was really right at the outset of the post game interview where. You were asking him about stuff earlier on in the game, and he basically said, I, I have no idea what happened before overtime. I might have to go back and look at the box score and really just how long the game lasted. It was a fair question. What time was it? What time? The Sanders montage. Yes or no? No. No. That's out. All right. Hard no, too. That's a hard pass. Okay. That's all right. Uh, this is also after the Western Carolina game. As we said, things were very festive. Everyone was in a good mood. I might smoke up at least $20 worth of cigar tonight. So, again, <laughs> another cigar one. And we have a couple in the montage already, but that is his strongest statement, I believe, about cigars today. Uh, <laughs> Blanked again. That was correct. I might smoke up at least $20 worth of cigar tonight. Yeah, yeah I like Yeah. That's in. Yeah. Randy Sanders, too, have been added. And, again, this is over the last two and a half weeks or so, and let's be real here. I figured that we would get to the point where the song, which is about two minutes and 37 seconds long, it's full to about a minute 30. But I thought are, we may get to a point where are we're we going to break this out? Bites. Well, are we, we going to just – are you going to randomly hit me one day in the coaches show with this? Because I've kind of told him there's a montage. I'm okay. not sure he knows really what to expect. But uh, Are we doing a coaches show this week? We are. Definite possibility. I can put this together right after the show oh, today. Gosh, it would be great. So you you just give the word. You're the boss here. I'm you thinking. I'm thinking he will thoroughly enjoy it. Okay. Well, that one's in, and we've got one that's tabled right now. Two more. This is from Halloween itself. So, Are you asking me? Okay. I don't know. That was from the coach's <laughs> show, and Trey I asked him Adams. a crudy question, right? Oh, you did. Okay. I, yeah. I wasn't here. Trey Adams and Jacob Townsend came in. I was over at volleyball doing that match, and I came down and. Jacob and Trey, who are not here with us today, but producers of the show five days a week, one or the other, they were so excited for me to hear this bite. I kind of sat down and I was like, so, I don't know. Well, here's what's funny. The full context of the bike, though, there was a fan that could not, uh, because of work, could not call in. So he drove. How about this dedication? He drove to Wild Wing to write questions down to leave the server to give to me. <laughs> So I just read the questions, and one of the questions was about uh, recruiting and local guy. You know, the usual. What about you recruiting yeah. by local? And and coach starts talking about. Well, you know, you know, we don't want to lose anybody in recruiting. We think they can play. Obviously, people have decided to go elsewhere. We want to keep them there. And 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 I didn't even say. I mean, I didn't say anything. And then he was just kind of staring at me. He goes recruiting though. When you talk about, it, he goes, I, I got. I, I don't even know. Are you talking to me? Like, like are you asking me? I'm like. Like, I'm not asking you anything. I said, right. I just read the question, but I said, I don't think the guy's asking. He was like, yeah, we'll just get to recruiting. You know, when I'm when, when the season's done, I'll worry about what the, what the kids are coming on. But I got no idea who we're recruiting right now. But it was just the context of him just kind of mid And the best part was the, the, the people that we, you know, we had about 10, 15, 20 people, give or take a night, that will pull up chairs as close as they can, even, oh, okay. though, it's, even though it's on a loudspeaker. And all of them, it caught them off guard as it did me just because he was rambling so well about everything. And then all of a sudden just kind of threw that gym out there of, are, are you talking to me? Right. And I kind of looked behind him like, I, well, hey, I, I mean, I'm not, I, I didn't ask you the question. But the other thing is, is who else would I be talking to? Right. Like, like it's a two-man person. show. Yeah. yeah, there's two people up on stage. Like, who? I'm, I mean, I don't know if he thought I was asking Coach Forbes a recruiting question. I don't, I don't know. It was – it was very odd that he chose that time to throw that out there. He was so incredulous, which is what I love about it. It played again because it is funny. So, Are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was—he I mean, was just rocking and rolling too. I don't. Oh, that guy. That one's a tough one. I, don't, I think because table. Yeah, I think the context is—it's tough to. Uh, although. It does sound funny that if you didn't know any better, just the simple fact that I'm asking him a question, yes. he comes back with that. That does add a little layer of it is funny that way, There's too. There's something there, I think. I could almost I could almost be talked into that's a, that's a yes. Let's, I could, ta let's table it because I think we've got like five or six in the table, and we could have a mega segment on this later. Okay. In the show. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll do that later. This is the last one. Sleep is that important? Go get some more. We'll play without you. 
Now, this was a great quote, I thought. Now, yeah. I, he didn't include the name of the young man that he's discussing there, but left someone behind because they overslept for a workout. We talked about it yesterday on the show. And um, that is, to me, that, and I'm going to make the case for this one a little bit because the montage has a very uh, tough guy sound to it, right? And so there's there's probably only two or three, maybe four sound bites in there where you're just like, boy, Randy is a real hard A, you know? Like, boy, he really is like a macho guy, and he rules his program with an iron fist and all that. And I think that we heard a lot of that post game when he talked about leaving Nasir behind and leaving uh, unnamed receiver behind, but – um, that's where I think this fits. It is very rule with an iron fist and, uh, it's prime montage in my opinion. I, I agree with okay. you wholeheartedly Fantastic. on that Fantastic. Fantastic. So three have been added. Two will be tabled and we'll revisit, uh, later, I guess, I guess postseason. bring that up sometime in the postseason. Uh, and I'm not talking NCAA postseason. We'll have plenty of more important things to discuss, but after the season is done, we can revisit and give you oh, one I, final. I thoroughly expect a, like, slow, uh, late January, yes. totally out of nowhere, the table segment will be going. Can you imagine? It's like January 5th, and there's nothing going on aside from a men's or women's basketball here and there. There's no school. There's no students around. And then all of a sudden you hear the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Phenomenal. All right. That's our first segment. Dave Cohen's going to join me, talk about tonight's basketball game, ETSU and Georgia State. Then we'll have Angry Man. It is ticked off Tuesday, as we always do. And we'll talk a little more hoops in our last segment today. If Sanders and the Sidekick, don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. You can subscribe to RSS feed away, get the update every time a new show is posted. We'll step out for a timeout. Dave Cohen, play-by-play man. Georgia State, been there 36 years. We'll talk to him about tonight's game after this word from the Buccaneer Sports Network. Congrats, you made it! Through National Ice Cream Day, National Hot Dog Day, and even National Sunglasses Day, you took on the heat, took care of the yard, and even took a vacation. But now it's October, and you finally have a chance to breathe. And with that chance to breathe also comes a chance for fun when you play new October Instant Games. Pick up one of four new games for a chance to win $1,000 up to a $1 million. Fall into some fun with new October Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Wow, am I happy about my new Wow Rate e-checking account at Citizens Bank. I got a huge rate on my deposit and great account features. With that sort of a deal, I'm saving for much-needed bucks tickets to cheer on my team. Learn more about Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Go Bucks! Make your own way. Citizens Bank member FDIC. Looking to promote your business but don't know the best avenue? Stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards. We're Allison Outdoor, and we're the new guys in town. Whether it's digital or traditional billboards, our locations span the Tri-Cities. If you're looking for high exposure for a day, a year, or anything in between, we have rates and packages for you. Call Nick Stickley for pricing at 423-360-4809 or allisonoutdoor.com. And go Bucks! Are you having fun at bad time? Mm, you smell fresh as spring. Hey, Frank, is this lettuce ready for the customers? No. No, not yet. Frank, they're perfect. Let go of the cart. No. Frank, now. But I didn't get to say goodbye. At Food City, our produce experts are passionate about offering the freshest fruits and vegetables around. We're Food City, and we're very picky about produce. Today and every day, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Hyundai is proud to support East Tennessee State Athletics. Excellence in education, teamwork and trust, success and understanding. They are the core values that drive the ETSU Athletics program to excellence. ETSU Athletics and Johnson City Honda, a winning combination. The Johnson City Way. Today and every day, Johnson City Honda is committed to bringing the Tri-Cities a truly unique way to buy a new Honda or a certified pre-owned Honda. It's a way of business we like to call the Johnson City Way. When you come to Johnson City Honda, you can have the confidence in knowing you're getting a great deal along with outstanding customer service that will last long after the sale. We invite you to come by today and shop our outstanding selection of vehicles and experience a different way, an easy way, our way, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Honda, proud to support the ETSU Athletics Program. Today and every day, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Honda, Johnson City. 
Sandos and the sidekick back with you as we do on Tuesdays. We try to reach out and talk to play-by-play voices, but we're transitioning from football into basketball. Bucks tonight, 7 p.m. against Georgia State as the Panthers coming off a run to the NCAA tournament. Coach Ron Hunter's back for his seventh season and his 36th season on the mic. Dave Cohen joins us by the phone now. Dave, appreciate you taking the time, and what in the world can we expect to see from this Coach Hunter basketball squad? Well, you know, uh, Georgia State coming off a 24-11 and 11 season a year ago, 12-6 and 6 in the Sun Belt, an NCAA uh, tournament appearance up in Nashville. And uh, the core group is back. Demarcus Simons, preseason player of the year in the Sun Belt, first team all Sun Belt. And then we've got Devin Mitchell, a transfer from Alabama, who's all Sun Belt Conference second team. So Simons and Mitchell, Jeff Thomas, and Malik Benlevy, that right there is the core group that returns with uh, – uh, with this year's lineup. Now, uh, Kane Williams, who was a freshman last year, sophomore obviously this year, uh, really made a lot of strides late in the season last year. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing him. Big things from him this year. Then they added a transfer that was sitting out last year, Damon Wilson, uh, who transferred him from Pitt. Uh, played 27 games during the 2016-2017 season up in Pittsburgh. So, uh, you know, a lot of uh, what has gone on since he arrived is, uh, you know, fitting in with the other apples in the apple cart. That's one thing that Coach Hunter, who will usually have a transfer waiting in the wings each season, but making sure they come in and uh, they can come on in and, and fit in with what he's already got. Um, you know, again, with Simons and Mitchell and Thomas and uh, Ben Levy, that's a really, really solid core group right there. And then uh, really just filling in around those four uh, with regards to uh, the, the other players that are on this roster, whether it's a guy like Jordan Tyson who himself is a transfer from St. Bonaventure, but has been with us for a couple of years, 6'9", senior, whether it's a Damon Wilson, or whether it's one of the heralded freshmen that he brought in, Nelson Phillips out of Warner Robins, Georgia, or Cavante Ivory, a freshman out of Stockbridge, Georgia. So really, uh, as he and I talked about the other night during our exhibition game over Georgia College and State University, really not a weakness at any position as long as everybody stays healthy and uh, they're able to pick up where they left off a year ago. Yeah, I was reading a little bit on the, the freshman and a lot of high praise, especially for Phillips. And I think he even got the start in the exhibition game, although there were three uh, Panthers that uh, set set the exhibition game out. But certainly uh, if you're a freshman and you walk on there and can, can start at any point in time, right, it's got to say something about what kind of special kid he could be. Really, and Coach Hunter is kind of notorious for kind of bringing the freshman along slowly other than his son, R.J., who was here for three years until he uh, left uh, for the NBA draft uh, after the 15th season. But you're right, Nelson Phillips, a freshman out of Warner Robins, Georgia. He was a first-team All-State performer, a 5A region player of the year in the 5A region here in the state of Georgia. Senior season at high school down at Warner Robins, Georgia, averaged 20 points, six rebounds, four assists, three steals. So really kind of kid that just fills up the stat sheet. Uh, had 11 points the other night against Georgia College and State University. Really when you look at him, and the other night was really our, other than scrimmages, that was our first time, obviously, to see him in game action. Really kind of raw. He's still, obviously, very, very young and learning not only Coach Hunter's system, but, you know, learning to play in the Division One college basketball environment, uh, even at the Sunbelt Conference level. So, But you can look at him and see that he's going to be a special player. I'm not saying he's going to be in the next DeMarcus Simons or the next R.J. Hunter or so on and so forth, but you can tell that if he progresses, it's almost kind of interesting to sit there and say, man, what will he be? What kind of player will he be by the time he's a junior? What kind of player will he be by the time he's a late sophomore the second half of that next season? But uh, then the other freshman, Kevante, Ivory, who's from nearby Stockbridge, Georgia. Pretty good player. 18 points, 10 rebounds his senior season at the Stockbridge High School. Um, had three points the other night against Georgia College. About 6 6, six seven. Uh, Won't be counted on to score quite as much. I think they'll look at, the, at him to be a little bit more of a rebounder than a scorer as they bring him along. But I know they're really high on both of those guys. And, uh, again, just looking forward to see how they fit in with that core group and, and the other couple of players that they brought in to kind of, um, you know, work into the mix a little bit. We're talking to Dave Cohen, longtime voice of the 
Georgia State Panthers join us here on Santos and the Sidekick. And, Dave, let's talk a little bit about Simons. He, he gets, uh, obviously, a lot of accolades. There's a lot of talk of you know him being uh, drafted coming up. Tell, tell us a little bit about his game and why he is such a special player that has the NBA scouts sort of salivating over him. Just a quick background. He was originally committed to Mississippi State, and then I believe they had a coaching change there. He's from Gainesville, Georgia, or came to us from Gainesville, Georgia, uh, but I think he's originally out of Buford, Georgia, which is just north of Atlanta. Really, again, the same kind of player with regards to filling up a stat sheet. Last year, 21 points a game, 6 rebounds, 70% free throw shooter, uh, 24 uh, blocks, 60 steals. One of those kids that's special player, always around the ball. There were two things that he needed, and I think he would he would – you know, mentioned this in interviews, two things that he really needed to work on as he went and transitioned from his sophomore season into summer workouts, into fall practice, into his junior year. And, of course, you're right. There is a lot of talk about whether or not this will be the last year he's with us here at Georgia State. Does he make himself available for the next level? I don't know. We'll wait and see. we got to see. You know, a lot can transpire between now and then, now and then. But the two things that he really needed to work on – if somewhere down the line he's going to play at the next level, whether it's in the G League, whether it's in Europe, whether it's in the National Basketball Association, at his size, 6'3", he's going to have his hands on the basketball quite a bit. He knew that he needed to improve his ball handling and he needed to improve his perimeter shooting, more importantly his three-point shooting. Last year, 42 of 144 outside the three-point line. So I think that number's going to have to inch up a little bit. Uh, one of the he's one of those guys and again I've seen a scrimmage and I've seen uh, he didn't play in the exhibition game the other night so obviously didn't see him there but um, it looks like he has spent a lot of time working on that three point shot his other strengths and we saw this with another former great Georgia State player the Kentucky transfer Ryan Harrow a few years ago the ability to not only hurt you from the perimeter but to really take the ball to the basket and DeMarcus can go in against seven footers as we saw him do last year in the conference championship game against the University of Texas at Arlington uh, no fear going into the lane um, all sorts of moves tricks in the uh, DeMarcus Simons bag of basketball tricks uh, but he can also uh, you know more so than, than maybe his freshman year hurt you with that perimeter shot so uh, you go back to the NCAA game against Cincinnati and Nashville last year if I remember correctly he scored the first 16 points for Georgia State in the ball game Cincinnati had no answer whether it was from the outside or whether it was him going straight up to the rim uh, he's that kind of a player special player in all honesty I'm not sure how you see it at East Tennessee State but special players although they've been around a little bit more during the eight years that Ron Hunter has been the head coach at Georgia State, um, we don't see them, you know, that often uh, over my 36 years at Georgia State. I can count on maybe a hand and a half the special players that I've seen, and DeMarcus is definitely one of those. We're talking to Dave Cohen, play-by-play man for Georgia State. Bucks and Panthers tonight, 7 o'clock, 6.30 pregame show on the Buccaneer Sports Network. Dave, real quick, uh, give us a little glimpse for fans that, that may not uh, – be familiar with Georgia State. What can they expect to see offensively and defensively from a Coach Hunter team? Well, offensively, again, it's going to be DeMarcus Simons. It's going to be uh, Jeff Thomas and Devin Mitchell. Thomas and Mitchell kind of snipers from the outside with regards to their three-point shooting. Uh, Devin has the ability, Jeff has the ability to go to the basket, but a lot of times when we're in that situation, and more often than not, it seems like it's DeMarcus, or if Kane Williams is on the floor, one of those two is uh, in that role. Damon Wilson, we're still kind of a wait and see as to exactly what his role is. Again, he's the transfer from Pitt. Our five, and I'm not sure exactly the starting lineup as of yet, but uh, Malik Benlevy, our 6'5", senior out of Savannah, Georgia, 10.7 rebounds a year ago and 35 starts. Uh, they they kind of, you know, it was a story a few weeks ago that uh, Coach Hunter was going to move him to the five He's the closest thing that we have, really, to a power forward type player. Um, but again, if you look at his three-point shooting, he was 70 of 107 outside the three-point line. So and he had back-to-back-to-back threes the other night against Georgia College, five threes in the ballgame. So as much as he plays the role of a five and more of an inside-the-paint power forward type player, uh, Malik can definitely step out and, and do some damage from the perimeter. Um, again, with the two front 
freshman Phillips and Ivory, I don't know. It's a little too early to know exactly how, how they're going to fit into the rotation. And then with regards to backup at the five, uh, jo- uh, Jordan Tyson, Josh Linder, Chris Clerkley will probably be with Tyson getting more of those minutes, but probably playing a backup five by committee. Uh, defensively, Georgia State, you know, last year, if you look at the steals number, uh, Georgia State finished with 256 steals. Opponents totaled 174. Georgia State very active on the defensive end of the floor. Ron Hunter is a very very defensive oriented. Uh, but like but like you guys, we averaged 75 points a ball game and shot 46 percent. So I think Coach Hunter, probably like Coach Forbes there at East Tennessee State, likes to have a, a nice balance. And I think uh, 24 wins last year, uh, 12 wins in Sun Belt Conference play. I'd say that uh, Coach Hunter, who's had five 20-plus win seasons in the seven years that he's been here, this being the eighth, has found a nice balance between the offense and the defensive effort that he demands uh, from the players in order to have the kind of success that they've had. Dave, we really appreciate you taking the time today. I look forward to seeing you a little later tonight. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll see you uh, when you get here to Atlanta. All right, that's Dave Cohen, play-by-play man for Georgia State. We'll step aside for a timeout. More Santos and the sidekick. It'll be ticked off Tuesday with our resident angry man right after this timeout. To a word from the Buccaneers Sports Network. Ballot Health is an integrated healthcare system built to meet the local needs in Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia. Together with community, we are transforming our region. We're making communities healthier. We're expanding access to critical services in rural areas, and we're investing and health research and medical education. It's your story. We're listening. Ballot Health is proud to be the official health care provider of ETSU Athletics. Go Bucks! The Carnegie Hotel is Johnson City's only AAA four-diamond property that is unique, tranquil, and brimming with character, just adjacent to East Tennessee State University. When it's time to dine, Wellington's Restaurant in the Carnegie Hotel is the place to be, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner in grand style. And why not come indulge yourself at Austin Springs Spa, located right inside the Carnegie Hotel. East Tennessee's premier full-service spa provides everything you need to rejuvenate, revive, and renew. The Carnegie Hotel, 12 16 State of Franklin Road in Johnson City. Wendy's has an all-new... You had me at Wendy's. Good, because Wendy's has a new bacon cheeseburger, and it's called... You had me at bacon. Well, what if I told you Wendy's kept going and added a smoky, tangy sauce, and it's called the Sawsome Bacon... You had me at Sawsome. It's called the Sawsome Bacon Classic. Sawsome Bacon Classic? Sounds amazing. Why didn't you just say that from the start? Also, if you download the Wendy's app, you'll get special offers like $2 off any combo. Huh, well, now you have me downloading the Wendy's app. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Mulligan Hardwood Flooring is a beautiful addition to any room. Enjoy the luxury of hardwood flooring in your home with Mulligan's prefinished, sold, or engineered, ready-to-install selection of beautiful hardwood flooring and a wide variety of domestic and exotic species. Please visit the following Johnson City locations to learn more. Dockery's Floor Covering, House of Paneling, Carpet and Door Mart, and K&M Flooring. Kingsport locations include Dalton Direct Carpets, Custom Floors by Carlin, El Providence Flooring and Paint. Visit the Smile Floor Service in Bristol. Trust the clear leader in quality hardwood flooring, Mulligan Flooring. Over the last 70 years, Johnson City Power Board has had a few different looks, but we've remained the same trusted partner you rely on. Now, we've changed our name to Bright Ridge to match our vision, to deliver on our promise of great service you can count on, embracing common sense technology to strengthen the communities we serve. We're glad to be your public power provider. Bright Ridge, new name, renewed promise. Learn more at brightridge.com. New coach, new era, new day. Here from ETSU football headman Randy Sanders, all fall on the ETSU Coaches Show now on Wednesday nights. If you're scared by all the change, don't be. Voice of the Bucks, Jay Sando, still hosts from Wild Wing Cafe, and it's still a 6 o'clock start now every Wednesday throughout the football season. Morristown native and new ETSU football head coach Randy Sanders on the ETSU Coaches Show right here on WXSM AM 640. The Extreme Sports Monster. Can I get a and I hate everything. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! Now, can you 
Well, I don't know if you're ready or not. I mean, I got a little excited last segment because we got a chance to talk basketball. We'll have the game Definitely. tonight, so we're, we're getting going. Certainly it was good to to get the juices flowing on hoops. And then, you know, I got excited and the, this, and then I, I, was, I was starting to come back down. Yeah. And then I heard the bumper. Yeah. Because I almost forgot about it. I, I don't know how. But I almost forgot about it. I think the fact that you nearly forgot about anger, Angry Man is going to make Angry Man very angry. Hey, Angry Man. How do you forget about me? That's, uh... Come on! How do you forget very... about Angry Man, Jay? <laughs> I deserved every bit of being yelled at. Angry Man, first of all, it's my fault, and, and I, I just... Thank the... you for recognizing that. Yes. I'm like your worst nightmare. I wake you up at night in a cold sweat. Sometimes. Actually, actually, I think I have actually. You're your sidekick. You're like, oh, man, it's Tuesday morning. Angry Man. Ah! I think I actually have had nightmares about Angry Man. I've ridden with Angry Man. so every, I mean, That's I, a nightmare I, in itself. I just feel... I'm a great driver. Don't even say I'm not. Well, I don't think it's so much that you're not a great driver because you very well could be, but the behavior exhibited behind the wheel, and I have video and audio evidence now, it was kind of grainy video, and the audio was a bit low, hard to decipher, But uh, so we're not going to share it because there's no, no real reason to. But with the video and audio evidence, I can see why others are uncomfortable with you at the wheel. Why? Because I'm an animated driver? Yeah, because you get mad over things that normal people wouldn't really get mad about. Like, I have also have evidence, photo and video evidence, of a victim – of your rage during the ETSU Bucks game on Saturday in Macon. I don't know where you were, and, and I'll, I will conceal my source here so you do not go unleash anger on them, but the pen that you may have been writing with, maybe clicking to relieve anxiety, that's something some people do, it ended up in seven, count them, seven pieces, Angry Man. What's wrong with that? Well, I think there's a lot wrong with that. And what's wrong with the way I drive? There is nothing wrong with either two, sidekick. If there's slow traffic, get over. Make roads easy accessible, because that's another thing that gets me going. And if something bad happens, I'm going to let my anger be shown. How many people do you, on average, get mad at just driving to work? Not road trip, because that probably depends on the hours on the road or if you're... How long do we have for that? Yeah, but, but if you're just, you're, what, I don't know, 10-minute commute, is that yeah, fair? 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so 15 minutes. Average amount of people. So you can't, so if the same car's in front of you not getting out of the way, that's still one person, right? Yeah. So how many people... Because I've seen Angry Man get mad at people on the other side of the road. It really had nothing to do with him. <laughs> They're literally just driving by. Well, there's times in the mornings, you know, I take the two-lane road. So sometimes you get behind a tractor, and you're like, what are you doing? And I understand they got to do their job. but Making a living is what they're doing, Angry there Man. There be specific hours that the, that, the tr- that the tractor could be on the road. And then during the high-peak commute hours, okay, get out of the way. During the Angry Man hours, exactly. they should not exactly. be on the road. Exactly. I, I set that over under at probably one and a half every day. Angry Man, what are you angry about this week? I got two things, guys. Okay, number one, when you're at a gas station, you're filling up your vehicle, and you say, yes, I want the receipt. And when you're done, and it's late at night, and you're waiting for the piece of paper to spit out so you can get it and get reimbursed the next day at work, and all of a sudden it goes beep, 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 clerk has receipt. That is so frustrating. No, fill the machine back up with paper and give me the receipt because I don't want to go inside and get the receipt. That is for the safety of others, and it's just convenience. I don't know why I said safety, but... Safety of others. Yeah, safety of others. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. That's the favorite line you've given me of anything. Angry man yeah, is... I'm angry. I don't want to unleash my anger on it. Angry is not concerned about anything else but the safety of people at night to go in and get the printed receipt. For some reason, I find that hard to believe. No, why should you have to go inside... When the convenience is right there and it should just spit it out. To I mean, you. it does ask you if you want it, correct? Exactly. And it happened again to me this morning. I had to fill up my own vehicle and all of a sudden it said clerk had receipt. 
You know what I do? I get in my car, slam the door, and I'm pissed off, angry, and I just go. I just go. I'm ticked off. And you know what? It's the same thing when you go into grocery stores and you go into the uh, checkout line where you can just do it yourself. Self-checkout. You know, I'm, I'm just struggling. <laughs> That's how hey, angry. Man. This, this could be the most discombobulated we've seen. Right? Now, I, he I is think, flummoxed right yes, now. Yes, flummoxed is a very good word for exactly what's going on. I think that we know an angry man is most upset because I think there's some days he manufactures a bit of anger coming in here. I, I'm not going to lie. But on days like this, I have no trouble believing that the steam is coming out of the ears, the cartoon effects are around the head, he's turning red, the cheeks are blowing up, because when you're too angry to communicate your anger, that is really the true depths of rage that we're experiencing right now. I I agree. I I think he does a good job, and I'll say this, because he's mad every day about something. Oh, yeah. So I think when he he walks to the studio on Tuesday, just like, all right, out of the last week, what makes me mad? And so he's not maybe in the moment still. Right. Now, it doesn't take him long sometimes to get back in the moment, but it takes him a second to get in the moment. He was clearly ready for (laughs) – you. there was some real hurt, not just anger. Yeah. His feelings. Yes. We're hurt. Yeah. That's deeper than anger. Yes. That cuts to the core right there, Angry Man. Angry Man, are you okay? You need a hug? My feelings? Feelings? What are you talking about, Sandos? Your your softer, gentler side? Is that not? I don't have that! I told you last week, I don't even hold my wife's hand! Now, now hold on. That's true, but you do have a small child. And I feel like, having seen you interact with the child... Now, Halloween was this past week... You dressed her up, and she looked incredible, hey, and it no, was no. amazing. It was it was cute. It was whatever. Great, great segue here. Okay. Because, you know, I was with Angry Man the day or two after Halloween, uh-huh. and he comes over with a big bag of candy. Lucky. I said, oh, what's that? It's always my daughter's. So you, he literally stole <laughs> his daughter's can. I mean, lots of can. And not like, and not like, well, let me say this. It's one thing, because I have small kids, too. So it's one thing if you're getting the hard candy or the gum or something. No, no, no. He's taking the Reese cups, man. Oh. He's taking all the good stuff. Were there full bars of candy in there? Like, were there some generous people where Angry Man went up and was like, Eliza, those are full bars. Take two or three of those. And then he just ransacked them for himself. I, I'm. There were, there were not full bars. He would have already eaten I, them by the time it got to me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> there were not full bars. And I left her candy that she – but she's only 18 months. It's not like she could sit there and eat all this candy. I'm the, no parent in the right mind's going to allow an 18-month to eat all that candy. Why'd you let her live, angry man? I do, I do. I give her cookies. I give her, tr- I give her candy. I let her – What kind of parent are you giving her cookies and candy all the time? I don't do it all the time, psychic! Come on! You're telling me you never had candy or treats as a child? I wasn't allowed to have those. It was brand cereal That's all right. day Every for time me. I see you eating lunch, you're always eating some type of vegetable concoction. Uh, or Put rice- some meat into you. Or- eat some meat. <laughs> or rice cakes. Don't forget, I love rice cakes. Oh, yes, The white cheddar do. kind. Why? Delicious. Why? They're amazing. Nobody likes those. The last batch I got were so cheddary. Oh, it was like I was just biting into a wheel of cheese. You did get me hooked on, what was that, that salsa? What, uh, what was the one you had one? The hot salsa so you don't need as much? That's a brilliant plan. Oh, come on. I mean, now I'm glad people are finally catching on to that. So I, I, if you want to try the hot uh, buffalo bugles. Don't. God, those things are on fire. Are I, they really? My face was sweat. So <laughs> the, I don't remember what we were talking about, but Robert Harper, our sideline reporter we had on Monday, uh, when we were doing the, I think it was the A-Sun baseball tournament, he lived in Nashville. We wanted to go to this famous place that had hot chicken. And uh, so they call it Nashville chicken, but it, it's just, it, it prides itself on being absurdly hot. For whatever reason, I said, yeah, go ahead and give me the extra sauce on it. The waitress was one of the worst of all time, though. Now, they were jammed. But, like, so we never got our waters. They brought never my, at all. They, like, they didn't come late. They were just never no, present. Wow. No, no, no. Uh, they only brought our uh, one adult beverage expecting water. And, of course, I'm just chowing down. And then he looks at me. He goes, you know, there's a slow burn on that. I'm like, ah, I'm fine. I eat hot stuff all the time. Yeah. And then next thing I know, the – the sweat that was just coming out of my eyeballs. Like, the, oh. it was just – and then I looked at one lady, 
I kind of half kidding, but if she would have handed me her cup of ice, I would have ate it. I said, ma'am, are you using your cup of ice? <laughs> because right now my face is on fire. I can't feel anything. The white bread's gone. I said, there's no sugar at the table. I'm, yeah. the, the, the adult beverage is, is obviously not what you want to drink with that. I'm like, I need – I will chew your ice, ma'am. And if you, you have a over. cup of ice on some stranger that I, is using that cup? Hey, I almost man, Has did. anyone ever asked for your cup of ice at a table? No, and I will not give it to them. Why, and another thing, why do people eat hot stuff like that when it bur- like you could put burn marks in your lips and your mouth? That happened to me as a child with, with uh, chicken wings, and it was miserable. Why do people go through that pain to feel that? It's terrible. Oh, we're peeling back the layers to Angry Man's childhood. We better be careful here. Oh, I remember be careful. vividly. I was at Ron <laughs> Sano's restaurant. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Ronnie's! Yes! And... <laughs> I'm like, hey, I want these hot chicken wings. And my parents are like, yeah, try, yeah, try them. Yeah. So I tried them, and I remember it, it burned my lips. I couldn't even get through one. That is not fun. It is not a fun experience. Well, here's what I'll posit, Angry Man. People say, you know how people say now, that's a weird flex, quote unquote. That's yeah. the language now we're like, flex. oh, yeah, right. Well, it's a weird flex. And what that like, means is lit? like. Is that what you lit? What, is that another it, word? It, yes, you're, you're right on the right track. But what? Just speak English, sidekick. Something that I understand. I'm trying to explain it to you. The weird flex of eating something really hot to prove your manhood, right? I've done that before. I remember going to – there's this place back in Minneapolis called Burrito Loco, and I'm going to bring it up just because there's no Burrito Locos around here. A phenomenal restaurant slash uh, establishment. And – they had these hot wings that they claimed were the hottest. And this place was a dump. Like, it was an absolute dump. And no one would go there really for food at all. It was more about the upstairs, which had the establishment, and the downstairs that had whatever. I mean, remnants of food, really. But these hot wings, it was much like you said, the slow burn. I ate one. I was like, these aren't hot. Ate the second. Eh, maybe a little. And by like, and I ordered 20 of them. By the 20th, and that's a lot of wings just in general, oh even if you God. like the wings. But by the 20th. I was on, like, beverage number six and water number, like, ten, and I felt absolutely horrible. So, to your point, Angry Man, while it may be a weird flex, I think some people do it because it is that. I want to establish my dominance. I can understand doing it for money. Yeah. There w- there might have been money on the But not to look flex. Do- flex. <laughs> Come on. Do you, uh. If you ever signed a waiver to eat something that was hot, Ooh. no, and I never will. I don't. Again, unless there's money on the line, but I'm too weak. I know I can't even finish that. You are too weak, angry, angry man. man. That's exactly weak. what you are. That's the quote. For the hot cut spicy, the, yeah. No, I'm cutting. We're cutting that quote. Yeah, yeah. I'm, too, I'm weak. too weak. So, can, can, uh, you're talking about peeling back the layers of angry man. I uh, saw his mother. Oh boy, uh, who's uh, probably moved. a great lady, and she wonders where it all went wrong. Uh, actually, what the, do you mean? here's here's how the conversation <laughs> started. She said, uh, "So I heard my son, you know, does does the segment on your show, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's great, it's kind of fun." So she goes, "Well, usually in the first few seconds, I know if I need to turn it off or not." I'm like, "Oh no, the mom is turning them off." But I'm wondering because is she worried about? So because I asked her, I said, "When do you think he got angry?" When do you think Great question. Angry Man got angry? She goes, I'm not real sure, but I'm thinking Judry. So mm. what is your assessment, Angry Man? Wait, she said what? I think junior around junior high. high. That was a tough time. when started, to, started to, to, to turn angry. I had a tough time in junior high. That was a, That's a difficult time of life. You're just going into being a teenager, and everyone's judging everyone all the time. It's tough. Angry Man, you can open up about it if you want. There's nothing to open up. Everyone's angry in their own way. You're angry, sidekick. I'm perfectly calm. You're angry, Sandoz. My mom, she gets angry. Everyone gets angry. Deal with it. It's normal. It's fun. It's fine. (laughs) I don't know if this is normal. It's fun. It's fun. Those 10 seconds should be cut. He's good. He's good today. I tell you, he he came in actually mad about something. I don't even know if we got to what you're mad about. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Hurry. Okay, so you're at the grocery store. You're in the self-checkout line. And you're scanning your items, and all of a sudden it says, take it out of the bag, and then the clerk has to come. And then they never work, and it goes back to the gas station thing with the receipt. If you're not going to have the technology and the equipment to make it work, don't have it at all! Because you're in that line longer than you could have been with a normal checkout clerk checking you out. That is such a great one. I... Oh, I can't stand... I'm so used to the self-checkout, I never go to the other lines anymore. 
even if I have like, and it's probably super inconsiderate, I've got like 30 items, right? I'm just like, I'm just used to going to the self checkout line, so you're I'm gonna do guy. it. You're that guy. I am. Hold up the light. I am. You know it. You're, it should be also like a convenience item. If you have like five or ten items or less. Yeah, you're probably right you're about that. You're that guy holding up everyone with 30 or 40 items. I'm only worried about me, and I want to do everything myself. I try to be self-sufficient, probably to a fault, right? And so I'm not going to go to those other lines and have anyone help me. I'm going to do it myself. But then you're absolutely right. You scan something, and because it's not heavy enough to be felt by the bag or the scale or whatever that they – they're like, please place it in the bag. And then I reach into the bag, and I try and put it in again. They're like, please remove the item you placed in the bag. I'm like, I just put the same thing in the bag. Exactly. See, you are angry, sidekick. I got it. It worked. I am angry once in a while. That's a great one, angry man. Thank you. Did you do that one the other day? Did yes. It? Okay. Well, why are you going into the line if you don't like the thing in the first place? Because I only had two or three items. You couldn't even make it through that, could you? The machine outsmarted you again. Again. What a shame. Anything else? Sports. When instant replay doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Why are you going to have it then if it doesn't work? Those were confusing calls, especially the tightest tuck. Where I'm just assuming you're talking about the box. Yes, but, but, you know, but I'm on my couch watching it at home, and I may have thrown a pen against the door and shattered. There <laughs> or through a me. window, perhaps. Yeah. There's no may. I actually have the <laughs> the pen that was shattered was collected like an evidence bag, yes. right? Like like it was almost like a crime had been committed in the evidence bag. And next thing I know, it was left on my desk with angry man. That's all it said on it. That's amazing. Your sources around this city. All, all over the place. That's incredible. That's good, good, uh, good knowledge for your show. People are listening. We love it. We do love it. We love Angry Man, too. So, instant replay. Just Titus yes. Tucker gets kicked out. And A touchdown that should have been for the first collegiate score for your defensive lineman. And Angry Man, you are, did you ever play football, Angry Man? Yeah, I did. What were you, offensive, defensive lineman? Offensive line. You're a bigger guy. You're an offensive line. You've got some love for that position. Yeah. You, I'm sure. Did you ever score a touchdown? No, no. So you, that was probably a dream of yours, it right? Would have been. It would have been fun. And Randy Sanders said post game too. You know, I told Tremont Farrell, if you do this, be this blocker, play this role. I'll get you a touchdown before the end of the year. And there it was. And some technicality, some stupid ruling on the field that there wasn't allegedly enough to overturn. Right? Ruins uh, a guy's dream. Exactly. Might never have that chance again. Horrendous. Works hard for four years, and just because a computer doesn't work, he doesn't get credit for a touchdown. It's a shame. All right, Anger Man. Anything else, buddy, before I let you go? No, other, well, other than that, guys, I'm great. You guys have a great week. You too, yeah, Anger Man. Too. I Thanks. thought he was going to bring up the fact that I beat him in fantasy. I thought he was going to. Ooh. With a miracle comeback because Rob Gronkowski did He's weak! <laughs> he didn't play. I thought he was gone. Just get on the I field and make one catch for 20 yards! All right, That's just, all I need! All right, Trey, cut him off. <laughs> Let's get him over here. Right. Bye, Angry Man. Oh, Angry Man, we'll see you next week. Don't forget, uh, every Tuesday, ticked off Tuesday. That was good. What we got next? Uh, top 25, top right? Top 25. Top 25 coming up after this time out. This is Santos and the sidekick on the Bucket Air Sports Network. Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets. High-performance gas ranges. Or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever. Visit your local Ferguson showroom at 1000 Quality Circle in Johnson City and choose from an extensive lighting collection of the most sought-after brands. Find the one-of-a-kind fit for your home at Ferguson. Purchasing a new home, remodeling your home, First Bank and Trust makes applying for a loan easy. Our online application process is designed to allow you to stop anytime and pick up where you left off when it works for you. And after you submit an online application, you can check your loan status anytime. Visit or call me, Rose Fulton, today for help with your purchase, refinance, construction, or home loan. We're there for all your mortgage needs because we're your bank for life. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Pepsi that your father drank and your grandfather drank. When I was your age, we were... This is the Pepsi that your Uncle Ted drank when rock sounded like this. This is the Pepsi for American pastimes. Whether you're tailgating at a speedway or courtside watching your favorite player make a breakaway... He scores! This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. 
Known for its personalized service and friendliness, the environment at the Johnson City Country Club is comfortable, casual, and inviting. One of the greatest assets is the beautiful clubhouse. From the sweeping verandas, the fireplace in the massive ballroom, to our intimate private dining rooms to our 19th hole. The clubhouse accommodates all desires. For decades, the Johnson City Country Club has been host to numerous wedding receptions, business meetings, golf outings, and an array of social functions. The setting is ideal for any event in any season. Whether your function is large or small, your guests will enjoy a fine dining experience with professional, courteous attention. The Johnson City Country Club, a tradition since 1913. No one knows better than the Bucks what it takes to compete on the college level. No one knows better than Bullseye what it takes to compete in the business market. At Bullseye, we provide innovative products and services to help our customers meet their business objectives, and you can count on us for graphic design, printing, mailing services, and much more. Bullseye, a preferred partner of the ETSU Athletic Department. Call Bullseye in Johnson City at 423-283-7772 or visit us on Hanover Road near Cheddar's. Bullseye for all your printing needs. Still going. Longest. Woo! Music band Woo! ever. Woo! Still going. Yeah! Way too long. Oh! Fantastic. I at least know it's going to do that now after about 37 weeks. Well done. You're a man that learns from his mistakes eventually. Yeah, oof. we'll slow down on that, but we'll uh, we'll figure that out. You know who doesn't learn from their mistakes? Me. Voters. Oh, wow. To, oh, hello. Came in hot oh, there, I was huh? like, wait a second. I mean, woo, season, woo. I'm like, I'm not sure where this is going. Yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Got a look, came in hot there on the uh, stats poll, and we'll get into it here in just a second. But the coaches poll, which is not used as much around the country as the stats FCS poll. Which is a shame. Uh, yes, because the Bucks made the biggest jump of any team in the top 25, and that poll jumping – from 23 to 17, and of course we found out yesterday that it came out. I think the Bucks went from 22 to 19 in the stats poll. Stupid, bowl. isn't that stupid? Like, here's what I was talking about with Jacob and Trey in studio. Uh, and keep in mind, I mean, we're just BSing back and forth. I had a conversation with Stephen May, also, who's uh, director of our video department. But basically, when you win as many games like ETSU's won. Close games, tight games, two three-point games, wins on the road, whatever it is. I think that a lot of the voters are much like me where they've said there's no way they can win again like this. I mean, when is their quote-unquote luck, and I don't think it's luck, but I'm trying to speak from the outside here. When is their luck going to run out in these close games? Well, it doesn't, and there's a point where you have to stop naysaying and you have to start believing. And I think that the coaches did that this week, but the stats poll still seems very hesitant to give ETSU its due. Well, it, it – it's a little bit of uh, Wofford loses again, right? So now they've had a couple losses in the last four weeks or three weeks? Four weeks, right? Still four spots yeah. above us in the poll. Yeah, so they have two losses the last four weeks. ETSU does have one loss. That loss was to Wofford. But generally speaking, I mean, again, I, I hate to compare it, but I kind of feel like Kentucky football, right? Just, you know, just takes one loss to get them kind of kind of wiped off the map and the, Kind of feel like that's that's what ETSU people just when you haven't been there before, I just don't think people believe you. I think, and to be honest, Kennesaw State had a hard time getting ranked in respect until they won a game in the playoffs, and then it kind of like, oh, okay, well maybe these guys are for real, right? So if you can get to the playoffs, you get a win that next year. All you got to do is win a couple games, and and you're in there, right? And a matter of fact, it'd be great because I think ETSU has a shot to maybe even start um, if they make the playoffs, which I believe they will at this point, uh, to start in the top 25 next season. And that certainly helps your case as well. Speaking of Kennesaw State, they are runner-up in the FCS stats poll this week. North Dakota State still on top at 9-0. and They had a 17-7 win over Youngstown State, so a tight game, but they pulled it out. Kennesaw State thrashes Campbell, yet another 
I, wa- I guess I'll say lightly contested game that Kennesaw State plays in because, let's be honest, they don't play a ton of incredibly impressive opponents, although their next two are going to be difficult. Weber State is 7-2. and two. They climb one spot in the ranking because of James Madison once again losing. They have three losses on the year. We'll get to them in just a second. But 26-14, to 14, the win over Sacramento State for Weber State. UC Davis all the way up to number four. They're a top-five team, and they're number four after being six last week. 42-20, to 20, the win over Northern Arizona rounding out the top five eastern washington is seven and two they beat northern colorado 48 to 13 how about that top five sandos i no shock i mean it wasn't anything surprising or unsurprising i i think that's where everybody's probably fitting in right now and unless somebody loses uh it's pretty much where they're gonna go even though I think Kennesaw State's got one ranked opponent left, which is non-conference versus Jacksonville State. That's right. Um, Even winning that, if nobody kind of falters in front of them, uh, you know, you'd have to have North Dakota State lose for them to get off the the pedestal. You know, Kennesaw State, I mean, unless they lost, I don't see anybody else that could get wins that would hurdle them. Um, So there's just not going to be any movement. You see Davis – I think, think this is the that. week they play Eastern Washington, if I'm not mistaken. So if they play Eastern Washington this week, then that's certainly going to tell us about one of those two teams because both those teams are, are battling to win that league and they're battling to to get one of the top eight seeds, you know, not have to play the opening weekend of the playoffs. But I don't think, you know, you're going to see much movement in the top five. It's probably just going to sit right where it's at. To your point, North Dakota State, all 158 first-place votes in the poll this week, zero for anyone else. South Dakota State, number six, they're up one spot, as are Elon, up from eight to seven. Jacksonville State climbs two positions after beating UT Martin 21-14 to 14 over the weekend. They're now 7-2, and two. James Madison in that nine spot, 35-24 to 24 loss to New Hampshire. And Colgate still undefeated. They are now number 10 in the poll. Your thoughts on James Madison with three losses still being ranked ahead of Colgate? who are undefeated at this point in the year well you know it's the league they play in the the patriot league doesn't uh uh, doesn't do full scholarships or northeast Mm. league that they're in one of those two leagues that that only do about 40 scholarships and so they just don't get the respect matter of fact if you uh you know we had brian mclaughlin on earlier uh this year and one of the things he talks about when you read his piece on sort of the seating is the three conferences, the the um, there's obviously the non-scholarship league altogether uh, that does doesn't get a seed, and then the two conferences won't get a seed as well as the Patriot. And I think the Northeast, and that's for the simple reason they don't have enough scholarships. They don't usually perform as well in the playoffs, so they give them respect enough to make sure that they're in and maybe even host a game. But I think that's sort of where they're coming from. Is they just don't feel like that league, and maybe if Colgate could have played Furman. That was the game that got canceled, or maybe uh, they did what Elon did, maybe maybe housed them a little bit. They would have had an extra win. They could have probably impressed uh, people with a non-conference win there. But So that, that kind of hurts Colgate, but, yes, no respect. Um, sort of like the Ivy League schools. I mean, you give them all you want, uh, top 25, but when their season's over, it's over. They don't, they don't participate in the playoffs, so – Unfortunately for Princeton, they're one of the few teams that say they can end end the season undefeated and not have a championship. If a mid-tier scholarship school at FCS plays Colgate tomorrow, Colgate wins how many times out of ten? Well, you know, I haven't watched Colgate a lot other than to look at the stats. And defensively, they've given up like 12 points in the last like five weeks or something crazy, like some absurdity defensive numbers. I I would say – the season they're having with the defense they're having, I mean, they could probably get a couple on the board, but I don't, I don't see them being, uh, you know, I'm going to say two, two out of ten. Two out of ten. So you say James Madison still beats Colgate probably ten out of ten. Yes. Delaware number 11. They were ranked number 13 last week, 21-16 win over Albany. Stony Brook at 6-3. They were on a bye, though they – 
climb four spots on the bye, much to Kevin Brown, Sports Information Director, ETSU Football. He said that he voted people higher in teams that have had buys on weeks just because of people that have lost ahead of them, and there you see it in the polls. Stony Brook climbing four spots despite not being in action this past weekend. Princeton won that showdown against Dartmouth. They're number 13 up from the 18th ranking in the FCS stats. Poll 14-9 win over Dartmouth. North Carolina A&T at 14. Wofford at 15, still four spots ahead of ETSU. Maine 16, Nichols 17, McNeese 18. There are the Bucks after the 21-18 win over Mercer, number 19 in the top 20 at least, but still just not enough respect for me. And then Towson, your Tigers, they drop five spots after losing to Maine 35-28. to ETSU, and we can belabor the point, and we can hammer it into the ground as much as you know anyone, and I think we probably do at some point, Jay, but... I mean, Wofford, I know they beat us head-to-head. It was down in Spartanburg. If those two teams play here, the result may be different. The fact that we were in that game after really only playing the first 30 minutes, about five good minutes, I thought really was more of a credit to ETSU than it was to Wofford, but still four spots separate the Terriers and the Bucks. Well, I, I think if ETSU plays them again, they win. Yeah. Yes. No, that's no red alert. I believe that. I believe that, too. I'm on board. <laughs> no, I think if they ETSU wants another shot, at Wofford, if, if, if they can get it. Now, preferably, now that the things have been flipped and ETSU's in the driver's seat, especially you get them in uh, uh, Green Stadium, I think it's a whole different animal altogether. Now, that is still possible, correct? Oh, yes, it, it is. Oh, but how beautiful would that be? Pretty beautiful, right? Yeah, the revenge tour <laughs> would last uh, not long. It'd just be a few weeks, right? Last five spots, Southeast Missouri State, number 21, UNI, despite having four losses, along with Illinois State, 22 and 23. Idaho State, number 24, Dartmouth at 25, despite having only one loss. So to your point about you know, everything we've talked about in this segment, really, uh, they're clinging on to a spot in the top 25, despite having just that one loss they incurred last week, dropping out of the rankings, Central Arkansas and Sam Houston State. That's it. And the good news, teams will lose in the top 25 next week, and ETSU will climb without playing a game. You always get better in your bye week. I don't know how that works Love out. It. But that'll do it. Great episode today. We'll have ETSU basketball coverage tonight. We'll recap that tomorrow. On our Wednesday episode, Lando's Land as well. Sanderson's sidekick, Buccaneer, Sports Network.